Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Speaking coverage on... 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Community American Credit Union. Community American Credit Union, proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. I may not have teased this because I wasn't sure. We weren't sure. I was, I was pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But then I. You were about 50 50. Probably like so. I was. Probably I was more so. like 20 80. We welcome in studio Carrington Harrison of the Drive. How about that? Newly minted number three. Afternoon show in all of America by Barrett Sports Media. Congratulations, C-Dot. number three. Look at you. What is going on with these headphones first? What what are we doing here? They're like falling apart. Okay, so like, like, like to... what, what is going on yeah, here? They're falling apart. Let's not worry about that. I, I, I I gave I'm not going guys... to fall off your head. I gave you my word yesterday that I was going to come on. I've shown a level of commitment. I got up at 645 specifically for the purposes of awesome. coming wow. in studio. Wow, I've been up three hours on already. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Look at I deserve you. a little bit more credit than, I'm, than the intro that I got. Well, we, Do I need to leave and come back no, and get a better but, but, intro? I mean, you said you were going to bring coffee. I gave you my order. I almost texted you the Midnight Black from Dunkin'. We Give booked me a you small, for Monday, but whatever. Hey, you're here. It's Thursday. Okay. Your well, people your people put it on your schedule yeah. <laughs> and everything. I'm just saying that you weren't going to get both. You weren't going to get me on time and Dunkin' Donuts. That's so you right. had to pick which That's one you wanted. I showed up on time. Kinda you told me 7.50. I was here at 7.47. I did what I was supposed to do. And then you were being a, a little bit of a diva with your order. <laughs> oh, I need, hey, what about Quick Trip? No, I don't want Quick I'm Trip. I'm not a fan of their coffee. Just not. Not a fan of their coffee at all. They need to do better in the coffee department. I'm they so do excited. so many good things, but the coffee's not one of them over there. We were actually talking about this earlier in the week that Rob has eaten the brisket from Quick Trip, which just what <laughs> seems like a first-class trip to food poisoning. That's what it seems like. But you're talking to Josh, who eats anything that's on a roller at Quick Trip, right? Like I think I think there was one time we went to Quick, Quick Trip. I went and used the bathroom. I came out and Josh had a had a Twix bar on the roller cooking it. I'm like, what are you doing? You gotta heat up that chocolate, yeah. and melty, make nice and melty. I do like the roller. I will have. Happily go in there and get a hot dog. I'll happily go in there and get with a little buffalo chicken bites oh, or yeah. crispy. The pretzels are yeah. outstanding too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but just I mean, if it's not a breakfast sandwich, I'm not getting anything else. Right. I'm not going up there to the counter and pressing my order, and uh, I'm not ordering. You're not food. doing any of that. You got to got to get the pretzels, especially from- barbecue. Like, come on now, we live in Kansas City, <laughs> yeah, Missouri. Right. Like, you That's have to wrong. drive past three or four world-class barbecue places. And I'm not getting, uh, unless it's Oklahoma Joe's, Joe's KC, 
I'm not getting barbecue from the same place that I'm getting 20 on pump six. Yeah. That's just not, that's not, that's, that's not part only, of my It's been done once yeah. really well. Leave it yeah, at that, right? That. That's, yeah. that's no, it. I got you, yeah. man. I got you. So congratulations on your number three ranking as the Barrett Sports Media afternoon shows in America. You did great, Carrington. So, uh, Do we get like a bonus for that? No, like, can I hand that down? No, and like, hey, nothing, look. No. They, don't, they don't acknowledge okay, it. Okay, I didn't no, know. No, now if you were on the list, they probably tell you why aren't you on the list, but you're on the list, you don't get nothing Okay, all right. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so. So anyway, so Carrington in studio uh, with us. And, and Bob, I, was, I imagine we don't even really have much to talk about. I imagine you have the Chiefs winning this game. 35-0. You don't have San Francisco gaining a yard. You don't have them scoring That's in right. the game. You have Brock Purdy throwing three interceptions. Yeah. Chiefs defense is going to hold Christian McCaffrey to 17 yards. I don't even know why you asked me to come well, up here. The show's over. I mean, you've just accomplished <laughs> everything. I mean, you know what it is. No, you got me to now argue the other side. Like, hey, maybe <laughs> San Francisco is actually kind of good. It's I, like, I, Oh, anti-chiefer. No. Welcome I, I, to my world. All right? I, 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 I got to be the Chiefs bad guy. You know? I, I, look, I told you all during the regular season it could be just fine. You had Travis Kel- I traded Travis Kelsey six years ago. You wrote him off for dead this year. We were both completely wrong. I did not wrote him off for dead. See, this is Do you have that audio, Josh, of Carrington well, and Rob I remember talking? the headline specifically says Travis Kelsey's washed. Yeah. That's coming <laughs> directly from your show. Hold on. Play the audio. I never got said the he audio, was washed. Josh. I never said. I said he was diminished. I said he had lost his fastball. I never called him off. You know, you, you do realize that the he's click, a Kadarius Tony then. offsides away from being over a thousand yards this year, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, this team was a Kadarius Tony penalty <laughs> away from, from everything from, undefeated. From, from also never having to go to Baltimore, <laughs> right, exactly. never having to go to Buffalo. No, that, yeah. was, a, that was a theme of the yeah, regular no, season. They, they, they're a Kadarius Tony penalty play away from being like 15 and 2. Like Buffalo and, and, and Detroit alone are two more wins without Kadarius Tony. Right. My favorite part of the entire season was Patrick Mahomes throw to MVS. I think it was against Philadelphia. Yeah. And after the game, he blamed himself and said, I could have threw it better. <laughs> no, you couldn't have. No, like, you could not. No. Physically impossible for you to throw the ball better from 55 yards away to the guy in stride downfield where it hit him in the hands as he was running. Right. No, Patrick, that's not on you. No. I don't expect you to be like, yo, can we do something better here? But then that explains the next week when he went postal on the Buffalo right, game. That's exactly right. That was all <laughs> pent-up energy from everything that had happened all season. Did you have the audio of Carrington? He doesn't look like Travis Kelsey anymore. Okay. That's, some, that's part of it. What does Travis Kelsey in this offense look like if he's a 975-yard receiver? That's still a really productive tight end, is it not? He was 975 yards, six touchdowns, seven touchdowns on the season, but obviously not the guy that we've seen over the last decade or so in Kansas City. I haven't heard anything incorrect so far. That's what, what are they if Travis Kelsey has 975 yards? They're a Super Bowl team. Well, I mean, the version <laughs> that we have for the last three weeks was not the version that we had during the regular season. I don't like. I really think like I, I didn't I don't know if any of us could have known at the time how important the bye week was and not playing that final game against the massive, Chargers. Massive, but huge, he has yeah. been a completely different player. Yeah. He was the best skill position player on the field in the AFC championship game. There were not many games in the regular season where you felt like Travis Kelsey was the best player on the field. I would argue he was the best player in the Buffalo game as well. He had those two touchdowns and was unguardable at times in those games that I mean a major reason of why I'm confident in Kansas City heading into the Super Bowl is you 
you're giving Travis Kelsey two weeks off in their last five weeks. I know, right? It's been great. You had a bye week basically coming into the postseason. You have a bye week heading into the Super Bowl. And a team historically that Travis Kelsey has played well against. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, I think, to feel good about Kansas City heading into this game. But the fact that you're going into this with a healthy Isaiah Pacheco, a healthy Rasheed Rice, a healthy Travis Kelsey, Mm -hmm. and out of your top 15, 20 players on defense, only one notable injury at this point in the season. You talking Derek Nottie? <laughs> Charles, Charles okay. no, no, I, no, I, I, I was—I I didn't know you were. Just, I thought you were discrediting him. No, like, no, 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 no. Because I think Naughty's. I'm a huge Naughty fan. I just think he's a really good player. Like he's never going to get the accolades and be a Chris Jones, obviously, but he's a really good football player. Yeah, I like Derek Naughty too. I just think at this point in the season, it's unrealistic to think that you're going to have everybody healthy. Yeah. Like if if, if you if They're you spun good shape the wheel for yeah. an injury and the one injury, the two injuries that you have are Derek Naughty and Charles Minahu. You will take that heading into the Super Bowl. Absolutely. You know, you, you will take that. And this defense, uh, at least for me, a big thing that we've been talking about on the show is if I just rank the four units, so Kansas City's offense, Kansas City's defense, the same thing for San Francisco. I'd rank it Kansas City's defense one, San Francisco's offense two, Kansas City's offense three, San Francisco's defense four. Yeah, I don't think there's like, any argument there. Like, can win if you have the lesser of the two quarterbacks, the lesser of the two coaches, no. and the worst defense out of the two. Like, that, the, the, there's, a, there's a big uphill battle that San Francisco has to climb to win this game and, in my mind. And, and that's, like, legit logic right there. I think people think too hard about how to win football games. And Back you, to you Kelsey for a moment. Oh, wait, he's got one more on Kelsey. Oh. What was that? <laughs> it's called the medium sketch. The medium sketch? Yeah, it wasn't rare, and it certainly wasn't well done. (laughs) Back to Kelsey for a moment. Now, we could say he didn't, that you might have had stretches, he felt like he didn't look, but how can I not go back and say, it's because they tried to play too many damn people in their offense for 15 weeks, 16 weeks. I felt like that that was was, uh, non-con basketball to me, Carrington, where they didn't didn't reduce their bench once, once the season started. I'm like, I think he was just fine. I think it, the other stuff was just trying to force too many things that just weren't ever going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's the same analogy that I use. You know, it was like a team that was trying to play 13 guys that once they paired it down to eight, that's why the Kadarius Tony conversation this week has been so infuriating. He had less than 200 yards this season for the Chiefs. I know he had that one play that one time. You know, I know that. But that was last don't, year. Don't live on that. Yeah. He has not made a play for the Chiefs that we talk about and is memorable in a calendar year. Why are oh, he's had worried? memorable plays. Oh, good point. Why, why are people worried about Kadarius Tony? I don't get that. Like, you must get this. more of that in the afternoon. We had one guy this morning saying, you know, they're, they're going to be fools if they don't play Kadarius Tony, and he should be the running back behind, you know, Isaiah Pacheco replace Ceh. And I like, don't think he should be in Las Vegas. I don't either. I, I don't think they should. Yeah. In, in, in Lenexa. Right. I left him in Olathe. Right. I mean, maybe he's running scout team. I don't know what they're doing out there in terms of practice, but I don't even know why he was allowed to go on the trip. Sky Moore two they should be helping set up for the parade yeah right why are they a part of anything that they have going on Well, and, and i think also too though you look at Kadarius tony and just you know just lets the outside world take over and he goes on instagram and he does all this stuff he's fighting with giant fans a buddy of mine texted me a couple weeks ago he goes now we see why the giants traded and i'm, I'm like yeah I, I think we do see why we kind of knew why at the time but you wanted to give the guy a second opportunity he took advantage of it last year but he's shown this year he just doesn't he doesn't deserve to play in the nfl the nfl is not a you can play in this league. You have to earn the right to play in the NFL. And this year, Kadarius Tony has not earned the right to play in the NFL. But I think what they're doing, Carrington, and this is Josh's tinfoil hat, and I'm in on this 100% of the way, 
They brought him out there, and they're going to deactivate him and then make him a healthy scratch. You go, you're right, you weren't hurt, and now you're a healthy scratch. How's that feel? Yeah, I mean, I think that, too. I I, I don't expect that Kadarius Tony is going to play in the game, and I, I just – I don't think they need him. Like, I think it is it is not a coincidence to me that this offense has really started to take shape and they started playing more consistently once they pared it down. No more Kadarius Tony, no more Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. And instead of my biggest frustration with the offense in the middle part of the season is they would waste like seven to ten opportunities. Like, why are we throwing the ball to Blake? Like, why is Blake Bell getting a carry in this scenario? Why are you throwing it to Sky Moore? Why are you trying to get Richie James involved in the offense? I mean, they had a game this year, the game against Philadelphia. Justin Watson got 11 targets. There is never a game that is not a preseason game in which Justin Watson should be throwing the ball 11 times that once they've really leaned into Rice, Pacheco, and Kelsey, their offense has found more consistency. But I think the reason that they did all of that was to get to that point that we've seen in the playoffs. It just and, took and, longer. And, and, yeah, but, and, and that's kind of what I was saying all regular season long. Hang on, let's not freak out. It's regular season football. We know this team is going to the playoffs, right? You take your 17 dress rehearsals. You compile in two columns, good and bad. You take all the good stuff, you utilize that. You take all the bad stuff, the experimental stuff, because coming into the season, they had a lot of question marks at that wide receiver spot. They gave somebody basically 16 weeks to step up, and really nobody did Rushy other than Rice. Rushy Rice. Yeah. Other than Rice, nobody else stepped up. And so then they got to the playoffs. They looked at their 17 dress rehearsals that they tinkered with all year long and went, okay, you guys all suck. You're not coming along for the ride, and we're going to go with what works. And we've seen them take the best of the regular season and focus on that in the playoffs, and that's why they've been kind of unstoppable. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HG2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. So that that's kind of where we are right now. That's why, like, during the regular season, yeah, you're upset about this, you're upset about that, and it shows you what you need to fix this offseason. We know the Chiefs are going to fix it because they do every offseason. Now, right? Bob, I hate to ask you this question just because I think I know what your answer is going to be. Yeah. Let's say they play the same way that they played in the AFC Championship game. Do they win on Sunday? Uh, the defense plays the same way, sure. Yeah. Offensively, they got to do, do more they, offensively. They, they got to do better. Yeah, yeah offensively. Yeah. They need to score in the second half. No question about that. The yeah. thing, I, I, I guess, I give San Francisco maybe a better chance chance than most people in this game is I thought that Baltimore had opportunities to win the game and they just gave up on running the football no they were terrible at that Baltimore stopped doing what got them to the AFC championship game they had more rush attempts than any team in the National Football League and they were 30th in pass attempts yet Lamar Jackson threw it 37 times and they had three run plays in the second half that's because coaches are stupid and they spend 20 hours a day in a facility trying to think about what the other guy's going to think about instead of just doing what works they could be done in eight hours just like every other American at work by going in and doing what works instead they sit around and they worry about things they don't need to worry about and then they put out a game plan like 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 the Ravens did two weeks ago the counter to that would be, I think every team that she's played in the in the postseason blinked, right? Oh, Buff- God, yeah. You had Buffalo have rely on a kicker, right? Mm-hmm. You had Baltimore stop running. You had uh, Tua look to one side of the field at a time. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. It's not like Kyle Shanahan hasn't blinked before. Oh, God, that guy's one of the biggest blinkers ever. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's not like I have, like, uber confidence. Like, I don't want to count on that. Like, you got to do something out of character of yourselves, but he's – been known to kind of do that. The Baltimore thing's baffling. Like, how do you not run the football? They took themselves out of that. Yeah. I think they're. I think they'll continue to if they're if they're smart. They'll McCaffrey, 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 and more McCaffrey until, until they Chiefs stop McCaffrey. Can yeah. prove they can 
successfully shut that down. Yeah, I mean, in this game, I would say, like, if you were talking about game script and game flow, if Christian McCaffrey has less than 22 touches, something just went terribly wrong for San Francisco. Why 22? Like just, it, it just feels like he needs to be in that 22 to 26 range. I mean, he had he had 24 touches in the game against the Detroit Lions. What do you think about 60-some plays in a game offensively normally, so a third of the plays? That's okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I, I, think, I think he needs to be heavily – featured in this game and then obviously I mean they're going to take a couple big shots down the field with Brandon Ayuk I mean that's what really sparked the run like if you want to go back to the NFC championship game there was really a three play stretch that got San Francisco back in the game the drop by Josh Reynolds on fourth down they then got the big pass play to Brandon Ayuk the ball that went mm-hmm. off the defender's yep. face mask and then they forced the fumble on the next Lions play like that game the Lions were up 14 with a chance to go up 17 in three minutes in game time the game was tied Tied. so yeah. it, it was just it, it was a flurry and I do give San Francisco a lot of credit for staying with their game plan despite being down 14 despite being big that's a major reason how they find themselves in this game you find yourself down 14 to this Chiefs defense you're not coming back this no. is not the Detroit Lions this is a throat punch by Trent McDuffie this is a throat punch by Legereus Sneed this is you know Chris Jones making Brock Purdy eat grass for the rest of the day and, and that I think one of the biggest stories storylines for me is how's Brock Purdy going to handle this pressure man we he has not really been under pressure like Steve Spagnolo is going to bring does he get rattled how does he handle that and and being on the big stage as well so I, I think there's so much from that standpoint like if I'm Steve Spagnolo I'm blitzing the hell out of that guy in the first series or two I think at least in this game and I'm curious what you guys think I think more of the interesting storylines are actually on San Francisco's side. Like, all of the storylines for Kansas City are like legacy points. Hey, Travis Kelsey, greatest tight end of all time. Patrick Mahomes, he gets his third before he's 30 years old. Andy Reid, his third Super Bowl. Where does that rank? Like, all of their points are so legacy-based. If you're Kyle Shanahan, you just said it. He's one of the biggest blinkers that we have seen. You have had, this is now your third opportunity in the Super Bowl. I know you were the offensive coordinator, but your team blew a 28-3 lead. And people people don't blame Dan Quinn for that. People blame you for why you lost the Super Bowl with the Atlanta Falcons. The last time you were in the Super Bowl, you had a 20-10 lead with less than eight minutes to go, and you lost by double digits. That is hard to do. Very hard to (laughs) do. Very hard to do. And now fast forward to this one. I mean, I know we don't consider them to be the favorite, but I mean, this line hasn't moved. It wasn't like it started at San Francisco minus one and a half and it moved to Kansas City minus two. They have been a favorite since the moment the line came up. All of the computers and the algorithms say that San Francisco is the better team and should win this game. Yet no one feels like San Francisco is the better team. It's crazy. More and more people are starting to pick the Chiefs. And what I found to be interesting. Put your fingers in your ears. I like being the dog. I love being the other dog. But what I did find to be interesting is like all of a sudden, yesterday the national media woke up and went hey the Chiefs have defense because Bob Griffin the third Peter Schrager Colin Cowherd like all these cats are like hey have you seen this defense like it just hit him that this team is a defensive powered team when they're the only team in the league that hasn't given up 30 this year yeah I mean I just think their offense just soaks up so much oxygen like I mean every time you turn on the television you can't stop but seeing their quarterback in commercials I mean they will have a Chiefs game, and then they will show them in the huddle in a timeout, and then on the right side of the screen, it will be a Chiefs commercial. Like, it is, 
you were just constantly inundated with their offense and their yeah. offense. And their offense has just been historically good. I mean, I, I felt this way in the middle part of the season. I think their defense has been the best and most consistent unit in the National Football League. Like, we have seen them consistently go up against teams that you think can score. Baltimore yeah. was one of those teams. Miami was one of those teams. Philadelphia, at least at that point in the season, was a team. And I've seen them hold up against just about everybody. Like, there is not a player in the league that can say, oh, man, I had a really good day against Kansas City. Maybe you could say that for the Raiders running back, Zamir White, but that was kind of it. You talk about the Christmas Day game where they didn't show up. You know, they were still at home unwrapped. Gifts. There just wasn't a lot of there wasn't. A, and even the star players, I mean, this team went up against Justin Jefferson, went up against A.J. Brown, went up against Tyreek Hill a couple of times. Diggs, they went up against most of the they ended Justin Jefferson's season, bro. Yeah, same with A.J. <laughs> yeah. Brown. I mean, A.J. Yeah. Brown was a different player. Right. Maybe his career in Minnesota, too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe his yeah. career in Minnesota. Like, yeah. But, but do they need to? I, I think the defense only gets their due if they do it in this game, then too. The, the, the 30 point, if they give up 30 or whatever, and right. it that whole regular season Carrington's like a wash I mean, I mean the I defense think, has got to be who they are all season to really get their their due credit yeah 100 percent. I think it's like a weird balance in this game where let's say this game is high scoring like let's say it's like last year's Super Bowl and Kansas City wins 35 31 no one outside of Kansas City will talk about how great de- how great their defense was in the season like even though the numbers will suggest hey their defense was really good I mean, this is going to be the most watched football game ever, ever. ever. last year's yeah. game was this year you add in Vegas, Mahomes, Kelsey, Taylor Swift. This is going to be the most watched football game ever. What? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if their defense allows 13 points and they hold Christian McCaffrey to 51 yards, they will talk about their defense like they're the like they're the 2015 Broncos. Like they will talk about their defense like they are one of the great defensive units in the history of the league. So I mean, this uh, that's why I say like at least to me with the Chiefs, much more of their stories are about legacy where I think for San Francisco, it's more about in the short term proving it. People have questions about Brock Purdy. Hey, if you win this game, I don't care about the game manager. I am a Super Bowl champion. Like People will talk about Brock Purdy differently. Kyle Shanahan, like Kyle Shanahan has probably been the second best coach in the league for the last five years. None of us feel that way about Kyle Shanahan in big games, at least. So I I just feel both storylines are coming from two different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, it really is a lot of storylines tied up in this one. And and one that was kind of thrown on us yesterday, this Eric Bieniemy thing that's going on right now. Where do you think the future for Eric Bieniemy is? That's a great question. Thank you. We didn't get a chance to talk a whole lot about it over the course of the week. Just... I think sometimes, like, we applaud guys for betting on themselves, and I get it, right? Like, Eric Bieniemy could still be the offensive coordinator in theory for the Chiefs. Like, there's no reason to think that Andy Reid was going to fire him or let him go. He just doesn't really do that with coaches. Eric Bieniemy realized, hey, this is not the pathway for me to be an NFL coach. This is my this is my goal. I don't want to coach in college. I have to go be the offensive coordinator someone, somewhere else. Sometimes betting on yourself, you lose. Like we Sometimes, only, like yeah. We only talk about betting on yourself in scenarios in which it wins. Like, oh, man, you made the right decision. You stepped out. Eric Bieniemy took a bet on himself. I don't know if he's going to be an offensive coordinator next year in the NFL. Maybe he does have to go down to the college ranks and be a head coach or be an offensive coordinator. Maybe he's back to being a position coach next year in the NFL. I don't know. It has been a very interesting. I just his whole storyline has just never really made sense to me. You know, if you were as successful as the offensive coordinator, and then you remember during the middle of the season, we made it seem like he was the glue holding this team together that, you know, all the players were just out coloring and playing video games. And he was the one keeping everybody in line that now, like no one wants that guy to be their head coach or in charge of their team. It's just, 
His whole thing has just been very odd to me over the last three, four seasons. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but he's got another year left on that commodes contract. Take the year off, collect some dough, man. Like, just kick back and give yourself a reset. But then you get out of the mix, and it's then maybe hard, you not get back in. It's always hard to be out of, that, out of that mix. All right, Kerry. I mean, it's it's, it's going to be a lot of those coaches, though. I mean, Vrabel's out of the mix for this yeah, year. Yeah. Belichick's going to be out of the mix this year. You know, Eric Bieniemy is going to be out of the Which mix. Which Vrabel year. and Belichick and Pete Carroll being out of the mix is ridiculous based on some of these losers that are getting hired. I don't even know half their names and don't care to learn them because they won't be around. Well, long they enough. got they got three uh, they got a three year window for most of these guys. All yeah. right, you know what's coming. I know it's early. I know we we rousted you early. What's coming up on what's the coming show up today? What's coming <laughs> up on the third best afternoon yeah. show? In America what's coming up today? today? Two to six of the drive. That's the idea. That's a great question. Thank you. I know Thank that you, yes. Danny will be on the show today. That's all I really know. Yeah, Every day, it's early. This I know. is what happened on Monday. Every morning, Rob sends me a text and says, "This is your schedule for the day." No, he doesn't. Every single day, I swear, I can show you the one he sent me today. Hey, oh this is what God. you have to do today. Every single day. Why so can't you I do that up, on your own? It just it helps me. It, it just it keeps my day streamlined, especially now. You scratching the- a check to him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He helped. That's his job. He he produces my life. Poor that's Rob. what he does. So it just keeps me in line. I know what to do, especially now during the playoffs. You know, like you'll get asked to do 18 different things. The answer's no. I, I, I have a rule. Unless I know you, ask Rob. Rob. Rob will tell you if I have time to do it or not. I don't know. Ask Rob. Mm-hmm. But if I know you, it's a little different. But, yeah, no. So, you know what? No, the, I'm pretty sure I had to ask Rob. Ask yeah, Rob. Yeah, I don't yeah, think no, that that. Well, he's the adult in the room. You know, he, <laughs> he's really going to keep you straight. All right, so Rob will uh, direct what's coming up two to six. Yeah, today. call, call right. Rob call and Rob. then ask him, yeah, hey, yeah, what's yeah. planned yeah. on the drive yeah, today? Yeah, that he, he, I mean, that's what happened. He normally tells me around 10 o'clock what we have. Right. So he just forgot to tell me on Monday. But And then the text line, they crushed me for basically the first hour of the show. So I, I told you guys, I will come in whatever time you need me to come in this week. So I can get that off my. You record. even offered a six a six o'clock. Yeah, I we said, said I would no. be up here. I thought that to anybody. I'm not doing Here's that. Here's C dot yeah. and Rob talking about their day. Oh, that was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. Yeah, it could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! boo! Rob and Carrington talking about the Chiefs season. Thanks, Don. <laughs> Six Ten Sports Radio. <laughs> Nate Taylor of the Athletic drops by for his weekly visit at eight twenty-five, and I know Clark doesn't want a roof. Hey, but he may have to have one. One guy, <laughs> one guy might. Next, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.